Hello and welcome to Thrive Podcast, where every week we'll be discussing tips, tricks, and anything that can improve the quality of your life. Because if you want your life to be better, you have to be better. Have you ever stopped to think that our emotions and our emotional reactions actually control our lives? For example, two people can go through the exact same situation or set of circumstances, and one can leave feeling uplifted and inspired, while the other can leave feeling saddened and depressed. So it's not so much what happens to us in our lives that matters, but how we respond to what happens to us in our lives that matters. Emotions are extremely important, and learning to master our emotions actually gives us a lot of power. Because if we can learn to master our emotions, we learn to have control over our lives. And you can either have control over your life or your emotional reactions can have control over your life. And we've all seen this when we get tired sometimes, we get a little bit more into our emotions and less into our reasoning. So if you let your emotions dictate your behavior, you have no control over your life. In other words... And today we're going to focus on one very special emotion. And this emotion can both save you from a lion or it can take you away from pursuing the life that you desire. It can take you away from living a happy life. And this emotion is fear. Fear is extremely necessary. If it wasn't for this emotion, our ancestors may have tried to pet lions or befriend befriend rhinos. So we know that fear is essential to our survival. If we weren't afraid nowadays, we may pick on pick fights with people we shouldn't be picking fights with or walk into the freeway during rush hour. So we know that we need fear. Fear is amazing when it comes to allowing us to get away from immediate physical danger. That's its use case. That's what it's you that's what we should be using it for. The issue, however, is not fear in and of itself. The issue is that we are now creating fear where fear has no benefit, where it does not belong. We're creating it in our minds. And so what fear does is when you get, when you're afraid or when you're, you know, let's say there's someone chasing me with a knife, what happens is your body goes into the sympathetic nervous system, which is called the fight or flight nervous system. And so when this happens, the heart rate elevates, blood starts rushing to the extremities, so to the muscles, and we get more blood circulation to the mind and more blood circulation everywhere. So we can think more clearly, we can run faster, so that we can escape the danger or fight that danger off. Extremely useful. It's not useful, however, if we start to become afraid of things that may happen in the future. And we're very lucky nowadays that we live in, most of us live in societies where, in peaceful societies where there's no immediate threat of danger. Um, We have low crime rates. We don't have to be in this sympathetic nervous system. But we are, and we are chronically in this system chronically meaning like for prolonged amounts of time because if you start to create fear in your mind and you're afraid of the future you're afraid of being alone you're afraid of failure you're afraid of criticism you're afraid of uh, not being able to pay rent the body is so objective that it doesn't know the difference between fear that is created from immediate physical danger and fear that is created from the mind so the body has the same response regardless and what happens if your body is in that fight or flight system all the time because you're perpetually afraid of things, afraid of outcomes, 
is that the opposite of the sympathetic nervous system is the parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest and digest. So imagine your body is always on high alert. It's never resting and digesting. Well, over time, that'll cause disease. So that's why we know that stress is one of the major causes of disease. Stress often leads our body to disease because it takes away the opportunity for the body to rest and relax and digest. So we now know that fear is essential. It's not fear that is the problem. It's the fear that we are creating in our minds that is the problem. In today's episode, we're going to look at three surefire ways to learn to master fear and to control it and put it in its place for once and for all. But first, we must understand that fear can also be used as a tool. So we should let fear guide the way. Think of fear as a big spotlight. And what I mean by this is if you go to the grocery store and you see someone that you think is attractive and you want to go talk to them, well, you may be uh, afraid of rejection. You may be afraid that you're going to mess it up. And I believe that that fear is there to give you kind of a, a push or shine a spotlight on the fact that you should be doing that. Because if you weren't afraid of approaching that person, it means that it doesn't mean a lot to you. So fear is actually telling you, this means a lot to me. So if you're really afraid of traveling because you're afraid of what people are going to say, you should probably do that because it means it, me it means a lot to you. If you're afraid of starting a business because you're afraid of failure, do it because it means a lot to you to do that. So oftentimes the things in our lives that we're most afraid of are the things that we should be confronting first head on. I wasn't going to go here, but one of the main things in my life that I put value on is choosing the right partner. And when I was younger, I really put a lot of effort into meeting new new women, new girls, okay? I really wanted to make sure that I surveyed and I talked to different people and I understood exactly what I wanted and that I was able to put myself in front of the woman of my dreams one day and actually create a spark. This was honestly my mindset from probably the age I was like 14. And so when I was in university, I was in engineering and there are not a lot of girls in engineering. So what I had to do or what I made myself do because I really wanted to meet the woman of my dreams and I now did, but was to talk to, to women, just go around campus and talk to strangers, talk to these girls. And at first I was petrified. I was super scared. Why? Because as we're going to see one of the, or let's jump into it right now. One of the ways to beat fear is to develop your skills and your knowledge in whatever area you are afraid of. So at first, I was afraid to talk to these women because I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to build a rapport, how to make a good first impression. But after practicing, so building my skills and also gaining knowledge, I would read blog posts about it. What should you do? What should be the first thing that you say? You just say, hi, how are you? And then I started learning, okay, maybe I should approach them with, with a specific compliment. Maybe compliment the shoes, ask them where they're going, ask them about their, you know, their courses, be more specific in asking them questions. And then I started to become more confident and comfortable around building a rapport with someone that I had just met that I thought was attractive. So it's the same thing if I want to start a Bitcoin business tomorrow, I'd be petrified. I have no clue how to start a Bitcoin company and I have no idea about uh, the blockchain technology behind it. But if I spent the next 10 years building my skill base and my knowledge level, that aspect of fear would be greatly diminished. So if you want to erase fear, if you want to minimize fear, build your knowledge and your skills in whatever area that is um, causing you to have fear. 
The second thing you must do if you want to overcome fear is to face your fears head on. There's no other way around it. I'll use Sheila from, um, what's that show again? Shameless. Sheila from Shameless, okay? Sheila has agoraphobia. Agoraphobia means she's afraid to leave her house. And why is Sheila afraid to leave her house? Well, because she's afraid of the four U's of fear. I believe fear is made up of the four U's. The uncertain, the unknown, the unpredictable, and the unavoidable. And if you're scared of the unknown, the unpredictable, the unavoidable, and the uncontrollable, it can become to a point where you're like Sheila. It becomes paralyzing because she was the outdoors was so unknown to her that it was so scary. And what must you do? And what does she do in the show? She goes out the first day. She takes a step. The second day, she takes two steps. And then by the end of it, she's outside walking, realizing there was nothing to be afraid of in the first place. It was just the unknown that was scary to her. In any aspect of our lives, it's the same thing. You must face your fear head on to realize, face that monster early and often to realize that it is not that scary on the other side. If you're scared of, I'll keep using this example, if you're scared of talking to, to someone attractive, of, you know, that you find attractive, that you want to get to know, you're scared of rejection. Well, get rejected a hundred times. You won't be scared of that rejection anymore. You'll know exactly what it feels like. The third thing to do if you want to overcome fear is you must have a little faith. Faith and fear are opposites. They cannot exist simultaneously. You can't have one and the other present at the same time. Having faith in something means that you have the confidence that something positive, there will be an outcome, everything will be okay, and that you can just relax and let things be. So faith over fear, my friends. Now that we've gone through the practical tips and steps that you can take on a daily basis in order to overcome fear, let's establish or get to know what most of us actually are afraid of. If you're wondering, I don't even know what I'm afraid of. I don't have any fears. Okay. Well, the great Napoleon Hill has identified six major fears that most of us have, and I'm going to expand on them a little bit. The six fears, according to Napoleon Hill, are the fear of poverty, the fear of criticism, the fear of ill health, the fear of loss of love, the fear of old age, and the fear of death. He mentions that there are two primary fears out of this list that control our lives more than anything else. And this is the fear of criticism, for one, and the fear of poverty. And the fear of criticism, what this does is it takes us away from pursuing what we want to pursue in our lives. It takes us away from being ourselves and pursuing our passions and being different and expressing ourselves with, without the fear of being judged. So the fear of criticism keeps us from being ourselves. And then there's the fear of poverty. And what the fear of poverty does is it keeps us from taking financial risks, of course. It keeps us from maybe quitting that job that we dislike in order to pursue something that we do enjoy. So the fear of poverty keeps us from doing the work that we want to be doing. It keeps us from pursuing our passions. Imagine this. So the fear of um, poverty keeps you from doing what you love. And then the fear of cr criticism keeps you from being the person you're meant to be. So if you let these two fears control your life, that means that you'll be doing something you dislike and you won't even be, al be allowed, allowing yourself to be yourself and, and express yourself fully while you're doing it. If that doesn't make you think twice about wanting to understand, respect, and then dominate fear, I don't know what will. I'd like to end this podcast episode with three quotes to help you completely demolish fear in your life. So I'll start off by a quote from Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs says, remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Because almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death. 
leaving only what is truly important. The second one is by Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks said, I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Knowing what must be done does away with fear. The last one is by Dale Carnegie. And Dale says, do the things you, you fear to do and keep on doing it. That is the quickest and surest way yet to dis, uh, discover to conquer fear. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please rate the podcast, share the episodes, and I'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.